Welcome to the Unknown Archives. Today, my co-host Stephen and I are going to be going through some of our own paranormal experiences. How you doing, Stephen? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Mate, I'm excited for today, man. I Me really too. am. Yeah, this I've been, been a long away thing. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Um, obviously, I know a couple of yours anyway, and you know a couple of mine. Yeah. Um, but I think just the whole refresher would be amazing. So yeah. have you got something to start? Yeah, I want to go with the one that I don't think you know, which is about the recurring nightmare I had in the same room that stopped when I didn't sleep in it and then happened again for me the moment I slept in it like 10 years later. I don't know the story. I remember you saying something about it, but never went into like actual telling me anything about it. So okay. yeah, let's go. Right. So basically, you know, the spare room at my dad's old house. Yes. So until the age of maybe like six, I was in that room as a bedroom. And the bigger room was just a guest room. And I want to say like the last year or maybe just under, I maybe not every night, but at least five nights a week had the same nightmare. Some weeks it would be every single day. And it was such a stupid nightmare, right? So like now it wouldn't be scary at all. But as a kid, it was like the worst thing. So I would be going, it was like a mansion and I would be, I'd wake up in this bedroom in the mansion and everything was like like mahogany and like dark shades of like red or purple um and i remember like i was i'd always start off just trying to leave and everything would be normal it'd be creepy but it'd be normal i'd just be trying to leave like and so i'd be walking down this corridor i'd turn walk down another one oh it looks like this this way no it's a dead end and like it always like get worse. Like I'd be like, get more and more panicked about being stuck in this place more and more and more. Uh, and in my dream, I am the six year old that I am when I fall asleep. And then I eventually like start encountering things. So like, like just, just monsters, like werewolves, vampires, like weird stuff's happening. Um, <clears throat> things are like coming off the walls, falling off um, like onto the floor and stuff. But it was like, you know, if I said to you, like, a vampire, what you picture, like, what, what what you picture is what I saw as I was six. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, sort of Count Dracula sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, like now, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. What, what are you doing? Um, but when I was six, like, I was like, oh, no, he monsters like my blood. I don't want this. That's so, terrifying as a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, it basically, like, I just never got out. Like every single time it would wind up in me like falling, like running into a room and like there'd just be a pit past the door and I'd just fall and fall and fall and I'd wake up or I'd be like caught by one of the monsters and I'd wake up like um, it was never like super graphic. Like it wasn't like I got torn to shreds and woke up, but like I either fell and woke up or I would like just be caught. And as soon as I was caught, I'd pretty much just wake up like it was just too much now. I moved out of that room and moved into another room and literally the first night didn't have the nightmare and never had it again, which is really weird because it used to mess me up. It's all I would think about all day. It was like, I don't want to go to sleep. Like I'm going to have this dream. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night. And as soon as I would go back to sleep as well, like I'd be back in it. Like that was it. I'd be back in the room. It was like I'd reset a game and that was it. Get like I had to go through it again. So the first night I was like fully ready, fell asleep, Woke up in the morning, nothing. Okay, and then I never had it again. So I want to say maybe 
was like 18. I want to say 19. I'd moved out and I ended up falling to sleep at my dad's again. And I want, I want to say, yeah, I'm going to say it was after I'd moved out. Either, either that or I had just fallen asleep in the other room for no reason. Um, but yeah, I think it was when I'd moved out and um, dad moved into the room that I was in. And then he ended up putting a pool table in the old bedroom, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so I crashed there, fell asleep on the spare bed in that room. And I literally fell asleep, woke up in the bed of that weird, creepy mansion. And But I was me. Like, I was a six foot six, 19-year-old. Right. And I was just like... I, I, I remember in the dream being like, what the fuck? Like... This is this is my old nightmare from like thirteen, yeah, like thirteen years ago. And I was walking through the same thing, and like at first, I remember this like sense of dread, like a weird sense of dread. And then it it kind of went away because I realized like I can I can handle it now, like I'm I'm like an actual adult. (laughs) So it was really weird. Like I would the stuff that scared me in my dream, it didn't get worse it was the same dream like exact same dream yeah same so that, that stereotypical vampire that would have been terrifying at six yeah, years yeah. old is not actually laughable. as scary now yeah, yeah yeah um it was just like it just looked like a weird dude with some white makeup on like i literally was just brushing things aside and then i left like i got to the front of this mansion all these things were like trying to pull me back or shout to me and stuff and i was just laughing at them didn't find it creepy got to the front door, opened it, and, like, while while I was in the mansion, everything was, like, dark outside. Like, I couldn't see a thing. Opened up the door, and the moment I stepped outside, like, it was daytime, and it was sunny, and it was nice, and it was, like, a proper, like, it was what you imagine, like, a visual representation of the difference between this horror and now this getting out and escaping to be. Um, And then I did one more time sleep in that room and didn't have it. It was almost like whenever I slept in that room, I would have had the nightmare. And then I got old enough and got out. And it was like I got out and then I just never had it again. And it's super weird. It's like, crazy how this pit, you being a little six-year-old boy, you get fallen in the pit and then now you're 19 and you just probably stepped over it and it was just a tiny hole. Yeah, it was literally like a sink. <laughs> like I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I found it really weird because I... Like nightmares are nightmares, right? That's like that's fine. There's there's nothing supernatural about that. But mm. what I think is really weird is like I only ever had it in that room. And for me, the very next time I slept in that room, for me to have the same nightmare again. And it was something that I'd like I'd forgotten about. Like I wasn't even I think about it more now. It was like thirteen years apart. Yeah. So it's yeah. Quite... I think about it more now because I, I remember it. Like when it happened, I was like, that's, that's fucking crazy. So like, I think about it more now because I'm like, that's mental. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I can still vividly picture the nightmare. I just think it's very strange that like, I'd only have it in a certain room. Um, and like, obviously the beds I slept in were different. Like the whole room had been redone. Like I ended up using it as a music room. So like I had yeah. drums. Yeah, see, that's what I remember it as. Yeah. yeah. So I had like the whole room got gutted and, and refilled with like different musician like, musical instruments and stuff like that. So yeah. it's not even like there was something creepy in there or it was the, like the bed or something like that. Like it was just the room. Like it was really strange. But you know, the thing I can back that up with, obviously 
like we've explained before, we are family, we're related. Um, we grew up like brothers, cousins, rather than me being your nephew. Yeah. Because um, we're so similar in age sort of thing. But there was always something about your house that, uh, I don't know, like... It's just unsettling. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like there's always something there. Like, I remember when um you used to have like a, almost like a, it's like a bunk bed, but not really. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like, you're like oh, a high sleeper with like a bed underneath. Yeah, it was, it was the futon that had like the bed on the top and then the chair underneath. But it then turned into a bed sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was obviously on the, the bit underneath and you were on uh, on like the high sleeper bit. And it, I, like, I never used to have a problem with getting to sleep as a kid. But for some reason, when the first time I stayed at your house, it was like, I think we'd been telling a couple of scary stories anyway, something like that. Like, oh, and then I don't know what it was. It was just so like something was like staring at me and I just, it took me forever to get to sleep. And I think to be fair, I think you was even awake with me. Like, do you know what I mean? It was one of the yeah, things yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Steven. And you're like, just go sleep. And I'm like, okay. It's, <laughs> just, it's normal terrifying. to sleep, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, terrifying. I like how we were telling um, stories back then. Um, it's like the podcast was like 20 years in the making. <laughs> like 15 years in the making. Yeah. It was just like was back destiny. then. Yeah, I was so ready. I was like, if only I could do a podcast. What is a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? In 15 years, we're going to do something great. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't. We started this podcast. <laughs> Instead, yeah. <laughs> um. What? How do you want to? How do you want to do this? Because obviously we have a couple of stories each. Yeah. Do you want to like back and forth? Yeah, we can back and forth it. Why not? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I've backed you forth. So, my encounter slash story slash whatever you want to call it experience, we'll call it. Um, I actually gave it a name over the years. Just called it the Demon Slap. Now take that from what you will. Yeah, I do remember this. Not yeah. not in full, but I remember it. And I, I, I was racking my brains the other day trying to think about the photo, and then I realised I can, I think I can remember seeing it as well. Yeah, I, no, I think you did. No, I think you would have done, like yeah. definitely. So I was about twelve, uh, still obviously living with my mum and dad. The house wasn't scary, as in didn't look scary. It wasn't old. Um, just like you'd look at it and think it's literally just a house. Like it's, it's not. It wasn't like. Victorian, like some of the other houses in the town that me and Stephen live in, sort of thing. Like, there's really, really old houses around there, but where I live is not old. So, growing up, there was like one particular room that uh, I just didn't like in general. I used to uh, share a room with my two little brothers. Um, this room was actually used by both my sisters until they both moved out. And then after they moved out, I then moved into it. There was just something always weird about it. There was like an alarm clock that my sister left behind that used to just go off on its own and it was just it was mega annoying we never took it as anything paranormal at first because it was like well it had batteries in it and it was an alarm clock so it was supposed to make noises so there was one day where we took the batteries out of it didn't make any noise for the next few days uh, until my mum was home alone getting ready for work uh, on the phone to my dad while he was at work and um, she then starts hearing this alarm clock and she says like gary which is my dad's name uh the alarm clock is is going off and obviously my dad's just like so so it's an alarm yeah, clock it's meant turn to it off like that's what it's meant to yeah <laughs> yeah and uh and and my mum's like no like you're not understanding this is the one that we we took the batteries out of the alarm clock it can't make noise right and that's that's only a small section of 
just what this story is all about. So that's pretty much how the, the, the thing started in that room. And then just strange things at night, things would move around and um, like I'd start hearing like banging noises and stuff like that. Just things that you could say, oh, you can explain it. The temperature of the houses when it expands and retracts, all that sort of stuff. Um, but obviously being 12 or 13, it's still pretty scary. I can't lie. It was real it was scary. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until, sorry, one night I had gone to sleep. I was obviously in the room on my own, completely pitch black. And I was always, growing up, I used to sleep with both of my hands under the pillow laying on my chest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go to sleep that way. I'd wake up that way. Uh, that was just how I slept. It was probably because I was scared that I didn't want anything to touch me in the night. So everything had to be undercover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this random one one night, I um, just sort of randomly woken up in the middle of the night. Um, I just thought, well, what the fuck is that? Like I felt like something had been, I don't know, pressed on my chest. Didn't really think much of it. Just thought, well, whatever. I'll just go back to sleep. Um, morning came. And I went downstairs and I was like, mom, like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt like something was like pressed on my chest. And uh, she's like, well, let me have a look then. So I've taken my T-shirt off and I have this handprint, which is like double the size of my own hand. Like being a, I was quite a small 12 year old. I'm, I'm like, like Stephen, he's relatively tall now and, and so am I, but I, I was like below average height until probably the age of about 16. So I was quite small and double the size of my hand, like print in red on my chest. Yeah, it was wide. It was like, it was like longer fingertips and stuff like that, but it was also like just a wide palm. Yeah, it was It was humongous. It was like my dad's hand wasn't even as big as this print that was on my chest. Like, And what, what I will do, um, I have the picture that I took. Obviously, it was like 14 years ago, so... <laughs> bear with the camera quality but i will have that and it will be in the show notes um that Stephen will do for us because i have no yeah. idea we'll get it in the show notes if we can't get it in the show notes we'll get it on the instagram yeah for sure for sure so it'll be one or one or the other if you don't see it in the show notes come over to the instagram you'll find it there yeah definitely but we just couldn't explain it and it wasn't until maybe maybe six months later um where my mum used to work there was like a woman who was a was like, i don't know if it was self-proclaimed or whether but she was a white witch we'll call it and my mum showed her the picture because they were just kind of telling each other stories and this and that so she showed her the picture and she was completely taken back her face just dropped as if like she just hadn't believed what she had just seen um and it wasn't until speaking to this woman that she told my mum that it was called a demon slap or a devil slap and there was not really much further explanation after that, but it was apparently a slap from a demon. I remember having that conversation with your mum. Yeah. Like, I, I like vividly remember having that conversation with her because she got so freaked out. <laughs> Mate, it was, it was terrifying. And to the point, like, I didn't want to sleep in that room anymore. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I wouldn't want to sleep in a room where I'd been slapped, let alone it being a demon slap. Um, no. <laughs> I was just getting Literally. slapped on the reg while I slept. Um, <laughs> probably going to avoid that room at all costs literally uh, but yeah it, no. it was it was quite possibly it, one of the was, weirdest things to experience as a as a as a pre-teenager because i remember when i first heard about it i was like oh knowing the way you slept so like, oh, maybe he's just slept on his arm Do yeah you know what i mean like but when i saw it slash the photo like it was it looked kind of raised it was like a more it was like a it was almost like burn quality red yeah. no yeah legit like it, it all like do you remember say 
if you was like to to slap someone's arm like and you could see the entire handprint but it had like 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 you said like it had like a raise to it yeah it was legit it was l- exactly like that yeah, um, yeah i tried to recreate the way that the handprint was and i'm pretty sure you'll be able to see it in the picture as well um but i it would be physically impossible for me to put my hand where it was that way yeah because yeah. i would have had to have twisted my hand in such a weird way in order for it to lay flat on my chest yeah cuz it was like it would be like trying to if you slapped someone in the chest with your right hand yeah like it would work but you couldn't slap yourself in your own chest with your right hand in the same way exactly it would yeah. have to be a backhand but how could you you can't you can't rotate your wrist enough yeah, it was weird, to lay yeah. flat on your chest while you're sleeping doing that at the yeah. angle that it was anyway. Obviously, you can do it if you put your hand like to the side sort of thing, but it was it was like upright. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you, you'll be able to see by the pictures. It was, yeah, it was so unexplainable. Um, and with, like obviously, demon slap, I don't know. But all I know is that it was double the size of my hand. It was bigger than my dad's hand. And yeah, we, did, we, we just could not explain it. Could not explain it one bit. Well... I'm glad that hasn't happened to me or to you since. No, it, it, that's the thing. No, like it, it didn't, and and we didn't get anything. Like, don't get me wrong. You'll hear from my next sort of few experiences. Um, a few more things happened, but nothing to that extreme ever to yeah. anyone. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's because I knew I was there, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen to the rescue. Send, send the boys in. Um... <laughs> Talking of sending the boys in, great segue. I'm going to tell you about the time that I thought someone had broken into my house. Uh, I don't know this one. Okay, this is the best. This is my ultimate favorite ghost story ever. Um, I'm biased because, you know, it's mine. Yeah, no, I'm ready um, for it. Yeah. (laughs) So I was in in that room, in the the now music room, while I was still living at home. I was maybe... Mm -hmm. 16, 17, um, dad was working and it was like, I want to say it was like five o'clock in the evening, but it was like November, December time. So it was pitch black. Like it was so dark. Dad was at work until maybe half past five. And obviously like what last couple of years of work, he ended up just cycling every day. (laughs) Um, yeah. So he wasn't going to be home to like seven o'clock anyway. And I was just chilling, like playing some guitar and I remember hearing, like, you know, like, the classic someone's broken in noise where you can hear people, like, going through cupboards. Yeah, it was that, yeah, yeah. right? I could hear, like, cupboards opening and shutting and what sounded like stuff being moved around in drawers and, like, uh, like bowls and plates were being moved. And I could only, like, faintly hear it, right? So at first, I thought it was, like, a neighbour. Because it, it was in one of the rooms that yeah. like backed onto the next door neighbor's house, so I was like, "Oh, maybe you know, <clears throat> I've got my door shut. I could just be hearing them. They could be doing something with their window open. I've got my window open. Like, that's where I went." Yeah, but like out of curiosity, I just opened the bedroom door, and the sound got louder. So I was like, "Okay, it's not. It is this house then." <clears throat> so let me let me stress right up until a certain point in this story. I'm in like fight or flight mode because I think someone's broken into my house. Like there's no thought that this is paranormal. It's someone has broken into the house. So I was like, <clears throat> okay, 
I need to go downstairs and stop people from robbing me. Like, so um, I had a like a it was a metal pole that was for part of one of the uh, either drum kit or like the keyboard assembly. I just grabbed that, went downstairs. Obviously, grew up in that house from the age of two, so I've been there fourteen years. I know which stairs creak, so I'm like stepping down, making no noise. Yeah, all the lights are off. Um, I get down to the base of the stairs. Now we're in like the hallway. And if you turn right off the stairs, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you, I'm explaining this for the listener. <laughs> if you come right off the bottom of the stairs, across from you is the hall to the lounge, uh, the door to the lounge. Then the, the lounge is in front of you and extends right for some time. And then it's if you then turn, it was a very long lounge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> on the back of the hallway was the kitchen, but there was no door there. So you had to go in all the way down the other end of the lounge and then into the kitchen. So it was like when you were in the hallway, you kind of had to do a big like U shape to get into the kitchen. So I like got to the door of the lounge, which was obviously open and I could still hear it. But now I could like hear voice, like one voice or two voices. And it was like, it was like someone was telling someone else to like to try and find it or something. Like I couldn't hear words, but I could hear like the whispering sounds of someone clearly either in thought, in thought themselves or like speaking to someone else so i was like okay definitely like someone's here like okay the front door is locked so they must have come in through the back door that's really weird because we're in a terraced house but like you don't know who else they've burgled like could have been next door could have been the one on the back of the house like you have no idea so i'm like okay i don't know who in my head i'm like how am i gonna get them out of the house like if they came in through the back door i i'm blocking the only way out when i confront them like i've got all these thoughts going through my head and i'm like i'm just gonna have to go for it like there's nothing i can do about it so i'm like creeping through really hugging the wall so that they can't like hear or see me it's pitch black like i can't see a thing um it's like just there's like one next door neighbor that backed onto us had a light on in their back garden and it and it was like fainter than moonlight just enough that i could like see where the sofa was you know what i mean yeah yeah and i got to the door and i was like right okay this is this is it i remember as i was like feeling down the wall because i had my eyes i shut my eyes because i was like trying to think how high up the light switch is <laughs> i'm like feeling down the light switch i'm like okay it's there i'm like here we go tap it on Swing around the corner, no one there. Like, no one. But, like, Ew. at the point where I'm feeling for the light switch, it's... I can, I can nearly make out words. Like, I can... It's very obvious that that... And I'm still hearing things being moved around. Like, it's not like the moving stopped and now someone's talking. Like, I can hear a drawer open and shut as as clear as if you just went into the kitchen while people were doing stuff. Like, that kind of noise. And at this point, you're close enough to know that it's definitely in that yeah, room. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no yeah. There's no other room. Like where I, it's either happening in the lounge or it's in that room. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, turn the lights on. Um. Oh, sorry. Massive part of this story that I've missed out. <laughs> um. <laughs> when I start what, from like the beginning of this, I'm on the phone. So I, I'm on the phone to my friend Tasha. Right. <laughs> Huge chunk of the story missed there. I do apologize. I'm on the phone to my friend Tasha the whole time. So just to backtrack, heard the noise, kind of discussed it with her about the fact that like I thought it was next door or something. And then I opened the door anyway, opened it, said what I thought I could hear, 
and then there was just when we didn't talk there was just silence <laughs> like i imagine that for her it was just as terrible because she I, she hears me go i think someone's broken in then i tell her to shut up i stop talking and then there's just silence <laughs> like i haven't hung up but there's just no noise and at any point there could be this random struggle and there's not and she can't do anything about it like she just hear me having a fight with some people that are broken into my house um <laughs> Yeah, sorry. So I look, all the cupboards are shut, nothing's out of place. And in all honesty, at that point, I was like, this is super creepy. I think it, I think I would have just fled the house if like the cupboards were open. I would have just run. Like, <laughs> I don't, I think like now, maybe not so much, but then definitely, like I would have just legged it. Um, no, I still would now. More so now. I'd be laughing him. at you running. And I'd just be shut. Yeah, cupboards. you would. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I was like, oh, "Fucking ghosts!" <laughs> so at this point, had when you turned the light on, did the noises all stop? Yeah. So the, I turned the light on, and the noise stopped. And then I came around the corner, and nothing was there. And then I was like, "I remember." I kind of like I had the phone in my hand, but it was down by my side. It wasn't by my ear. And then my other hand was on this pole. And I remember being like, "I swear I heard that." And then I hear like this noise again, and it's my friend trying to get my attention on the phone. <laughs> so She's I'm probably like, in more anticipation than you are. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I've like, I'm surprised she didn't have a heart attack. I'm really sorry. Um, she doesn't listen to this, but if she did, no. hi, sorry, I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry for that thing that happened like 14 years ago. Um, so, so I put the phone back to my ear, and I'm just like, God, um, sorry, I forgot I was on the phone. That was really weird. Like I thought someone had broken in, and. She's like, so did I. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like, obviously I was telling you what I could hear. And she was like, no, like, when you, <clears throat> just before I heard you, like, switch on the light, I could hear people. Oh. And I was like, what? And she was like, I could hear, like, it sounded like some people were talking. And, like, I heard, like, a drawer open. And I was like, fuck. Because I was like, maybe it's just in my head. Maybe I was like, I got. No, this confirms it. Yeah, I was like, maybe I got freaked out, like. Um, and I was like, right, okay. She was like, yeah. And she, I was like, there's no one there. She was like, you should leave. <laughs> I, just, I was just like, um, nah, I'm just going to go upstairs carrying playing guitar. I'll be right. <laughs> so I turned the kitchen light off. Uh, I'd like to say I was manly and didn't do this next bit, but then ran through the living room <laughs> into the hallway um, and turned the hallway light on. Just double checked that the door was locked again, just like, out of peace of mind turn the upstairs light on and the downstairs light off because i was like i don't dad instilled it into me that if you're not in a room or on the particular floor don't leave everything on yeah he <laughs> so my dad that as well evidently. yeah so i was like right i'm going back upstairs for the evening i only need the one light on that i'm in the room of like that's it so i start going up the stairs and i get to like the fourth step which was a creaker and it creaked and I didn't think anything weird of it. And I went on to the next step, not a creaker. And uh, I heard what sounded like a footstep hitting the bottom step. And I was like, okay. So I was like, right, I'm going to walk up the stairs real carefully. I'm still on the phone, right? So I start going upstairs, making sure I miss the ones that creak and with these stairs, I don't know if you remember this, but if you put your feet up against either side of the steps, they basically made no noise. It was like only the middles would creak. 
So you could like get up and down the stairs pretty quietly by just putting your feet really wide. So I, I'm going up the stairs and I take a step and it sounds like two more steps hit the next step. So it's like... Doo, doo. Is this behind you? Behind me, yeah. I haven't this... turned around, just so you know. No, 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 no. Yeah. I honestly... You can't put a number of the miles per hour in which I would move. <laughs> um, it wasn't great. No. I remember saying on the phone that I what was happening, and there was just nothing back on the other phone. It was like she was just like, "Oh God!" Like it was like same same reaction you're having now. But I feel like she felt worse because it was happening then. She was going to be that phone that the police found. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um, so I was like, okay. So then I took a couple of steps and I stopped and there was nothing. And just as I was about to take another step, I heard like three steps be climbed. Not like step, 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 step. It's like one, two, three, as if I was just walking up the stairs, but I wasn't moving. <clears throat> so I said, no. And I went back into the other room. So you have to go up to the stairs, bathroom is in front of you, turn left, there's a bedroom there, do a U-turn, and then there's two more bedrooms there, right? So I go down, and the bedroom <clears throat> the furthest away from the stairs is the bedroom I'm talking about. So I go to that, and as I'm walking, I can as I'm walking along the landing, I can hear the steps, like people, I can hear like someone walking up the stairs, almost like they were just keeping a trailing distance from me. I got into the spare room, like as I've been going, I've turned this hall light off. I don't know why I did it. I should have left it on, right? <laughs> Later, like the the right thing to be here would be like someone's following you up the stairs or something is. Don't turn all the lights off. But like I just heard Dad go, "Well, you're not in the hallway, are you?" So, <laughs> yeah. so just, all right, I'll turn it off. Um, <clears throat> and then I shut the door, and I heard steps all the way up the f- stairs, and then as clear as day, all the way up to the door frame. And then just as if like someone was just stood like nose to the door. And it was the last two steps. And I, I said to my friend, like, did you hear that? And she was like, I can hear something, but I don't know what. And I was like, I just heard like someone walk through the landing and stop directly outside the door. I'm like behind. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, you should leave. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, maybe I will. Because <laughs> I'm like looking at the time. It's like half past five. I'm like, I got like an hour and a half here on my own, just sitting in silence, <clears throat> hoping the door doesn't like fly open. And there's some weird creature on the other side. Um, at this point, you've got to, if you're going to leave, you've got to walk back past it. Well, you, you would say that's the case. Right. I feel like you could, you know what room I'm in. I know, yeah. What's just outside the window? Like a porch. Correct. So, (laughs) (laughs) I uh, turned everything off, uh, including the lights, and now I'm in the pitch black. That was fantastic for a few seconds. And I I just noped out there. (laughs) Um, So, like, I I went out the big window, uh, and then, obviously, long arms, locked the big window through the small window, then pushed the small window shut. Yeah, and then jumped off the porch and did the five minute walk to my mum's house. But I think I did it in like two minutes. <laughs> that wouldn't have been a walk for me. Yeah, uh, and then I got there 
And my mum said, hey, what's up? And I said, had to leave dad's house. There was a lot of weird things happening. And obviously, at one point, mum lived there as well. And so she didn't question it. She was just like, okay. <laughs> and then she made me dinner. Like, she was just like, cool. Yep, yeah, not shocking at all. Very she strange understood house. the assignment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay, sit down, here's some, here's some snacks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it was, uh, that was like the one, that was like the top tier of weirdness that that house provided me with. I'll be honest with you, you left it way too long to nope the fuck out by the time that i heard something behind me also also right let me just backtrack for a second why did you stop to in to like investigate whether something was gonna stand behind you like you were doing some sort of paranormal experiment no get I was out interested. no that's not interesting <laughs> not in that moment now i'm fascinated then f- no just no, no. no I, I, <laughs> honestly, there's so many things. If that was me on the other end of that phone, I wouldn't have come to save you. Because you would have hung up. You and, would have hung up. You what? would have hung up and then text me saying, "Sorry, bro, let me know if you escape." <laughs> Keep me updated via text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we can never hang out again. You're haunted. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I couldn't. I didn't want to leave. I, I, oh, I did. I did want to leave. I didn't want to like run up the stairs because if I ran up the stairs, I would have. There's two things. I think running up the stairs makes you more panicked, <clears throat> because also you're making so much noise you can't hear. So I was like, if I'm calm on the stairs, if it doesn't happen again, then it was just my mind. Like the whole time, I'm trying to stay level-headed. Like I'm trying to think about what I could have been hearing. And then, yeah, like I, so I took, I took like two or three more steps up and waited. And then I heard another step. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is weird. So that's when I was like, I'm going to walk away now. And then I heard two or three more steps again. And I was like, I'm really going to walk away. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and then I went into the room. I mean, like, I'd love to have told you that, like, I opened the door and this was like, what up demons? It's your boy. Just like, <laughs> just like, that. <laughs> it's me your boy. yeah. Um, but. I'd love to say I did that. I didn't. I climbed out the window like a bitch. But no, no, no. Because the the you see the two or three steps that you were taking up the stairs, you would have been out the window already. No, no, no. Them two or three steps would have been at towards the front door. <laughs> but then you would have had to run through the steps you heard. So my version of this story, right, can be told in a matter of five seconds. <laughs> heard right? noise. No. Nope I out. hear someone downstairs. <laughs> I go out the front, like I go out the window onto the porch and then fuck off. That'd Even be my if someone's burgling your house? Now, obviously not, no. I would, I would, I would give it She'd at least like... another three more seconds before leaving through the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, oh, I hope my fiance and my son have this. <laughs> yeah, I hope they're okay down there. Anyway. <laughs> I hope they're okay up there as you're laying in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Mate. You'd oh, I can see him through long. the window. He has a knife. <laughs> anyway, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, no, now, obviously, yeah, I would go downstairs. I would act like a macho man. But back then, mate, if I was at home alone, which I didn't like doing at my house often, no, no, I think, no, no. I think now you would go down there if you thought there was like a threat to like Jem or Fred. Yeah, if I thought it was a ghost. And then the no... moment you got down there and there was no one there, you'd have been like, see you later! Yeah, <laughs> Straight yeah. out the door. <laughs> Jem would be like, grab Fred. I'd be like, no, you grab him and then just gone. 
You just put what you like your your child is nearly the same height as your fiance, so you just put one under each arm. <laughs> just just <laughs> run out. Like you've picked up two suitcases. <laughs> so you later just run out. Knocking their heads out always. Which oh, to be God. fair, talking about gem and paranormal. Yeah. Again, a lovely little segue. So thank you for that. She's a lovely little segue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's actually two experiences that happened quite recently. I'll tell you um, the first one. It's not very long. It's, I'll be honest, it's quite a, a small experience, but something that uh, bothered both of us, me and my fiance. So me and Jen were just um, sitting on the sofa uh, about half past nine in the evening. Uh, my son was obviously asleep. It was just myself and Jem in the house um, watching TV. Uh, she sort of sat with her back against the arm of the sofa, um, sort of nothing behind her from way, the way that the sofa is laid out in the in the living room. She, we're just sitting there talking. Obviously, she's talking to me, I'm talking back. And then I, I said something uh, and then she didn't respond for a second. Obviously, I'm still watching TV, not looking at her um, while we were speaking. We were just sort of focused on the TV and, and then having a conversation. Uh, but then she didn't respond. Um, and then she started crying. And I was like, right. This movie is not even slightly sad. Like, what are you, what are you crying about? Yeah. Um, and then, to be fair, like, what she actually said sent the most horrendous shivers down my spine. Not because it happened to her, but because it happened to her while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd have been and fine that, if you hadn't been in. Yeah, that immediately put me in danger. No. <laughs> but no, she... Uh, she's obviously trying to speak to me at the same point as crying and mm. so, so she had to sort of calm down for a second and i said look what like what has happened and she said that someone had well it felt like someone had just rubbed their hand down the back of her head and onto her neck now yeah you i mean you you know what it feels like when someone is touching you as opposed to say an animal brushing past you because i'd like to add that she does have cats but they very rarely come into the living room, if at all, because they're not actually allowed. So we also hair onto neck as well. Like exactly. hair, you can be like, oh yeah, maybe it was the wind, or maybe it was that. Like oh, that was weird. Yeah, but for it to be like down off of hair onto skin, like exactly. That's yeah, well, I mean, she she obviously you know, Gem, she's got quite long hair anyway. Um, yeah. so she the way that she was sitting up, uh, with her back against the arm, she had her hair over the back of the arm, so she wasn't like laid on it. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So her hair has been. Not only pressed on the back of her head, but then he had been pushed against the back of her neck as well. Um, enough for, uh, well, she cried about it. Yeah. Like, she's not, it's not that she doesn't believe in that sort of stuff, because I think she's kind of on the same sort of fence as us, where we we do based on experiences, but sort of not enough because we haven't really had, we haven't seen it, if you know what I mean. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the skepticism we sort of lie with, but... Yeah, um, we think we have, you know, we believe that it exists, yeah, but not haven't been able to prove enough of it. Yeah, I haven't got clear cut evidence, yeah, but there have been a few ex- experiences that I cannot explain, basically, yeah. which that being one of them. Um, we want to hunt for the truth, y- yeah, we'll call it that, we'll call it that. Um, but but yeah, when she when she told me that, it yeah, sent horrendous shivers down my spine and and to the point where i had to i had to look around like, i mean what was i going to see the living room yeah. isn't humongous there's nowhere you can hide 
for someone to get in and then randomly stroke my fiance's neck. No. Um, it wasn't me because obviously I'm at the other end of the sofa. She, yeah, she just she couldn't she couldn't believe it. Like she like to the point where like you could feel temperature of someone's skin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like if she if there was someone like behind her, say like if her mum had been behind, like she could have said, "No, my mum just stroked my neck." But like obviously no one else was there. So yeah. something slash someone has rubbed their hand down the back of her head and her neck, pushing yeah, her neck, pushing her hair strange, into man. the back of her neck. Yeah. Like, mate, and like I said, put me in immediate danger. <laughs> I was like, uh, we should go to bed now. Just let's get out of that room. Couldn't do it. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, like it, obviously it's not the thing is it's not it's not the scariest of things. It's not like you, it's like your one where you you feel like someone's breaking into your house, but it's uh, it's not nice nonetheless. Yeah, it's, yeah, hundred percent. It's not. Yeah, it's being touched. Like it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, we we've obviously, but we've uh, myself, Jem, have both got family members that have, that have passed away. So it, she obviously straight away went, "Oh, it could be like her nan or something." That's that's sort of just letting her know that she's around, sort of thing. But my head straight away goes, "Nah, poltergeist or something, <laughs> demon." <laughs> Yeah, instantly skips to the worst idea. Yeah, yeah, that's just where my brain goes, though. And you've got, you've got another one from even more recent than me. Yeah, so I have one from Christmas Day, literally about a week and a half ago, something like yeah. that. Um, at time again, of recording. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at time of recording. Yeah. Um, again, it's it's not very long. I wouldn't say it's ridiculously scary, but it's something that again, it wasn't just myself and Jem this time. Her sister was there to experience the entire thing with us as well. So yeah, it just gives you that little bit more like reassurance that you're not just going mental. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Christmas day, uh, it's actually Christmas evening. Obviously we'd already eaten. Uh, we were actually sitting there playing uh, cards against humanity for anyone who knows what that is. Nice. Um, yeah. My son is asleep upstairs and we have a, like a baby monitor on our phones. So Gemma has it on her phone. So obviously we can hear if he starts crying and stuff like that because he, he wasn't very well over the Christmas period. So um, he did wake up a few times sort of thing. We are sitting there, like I said, playing the card game. And in the living room, there is like a little cupboard. And in there, we had just put a vase that had just been used. Flowers had died. So we put them in the bin, put the vase in the, in the cupboard, like sort of freestanding on its own on the floor. Next minute, it goes quiet while we're sort of choosing the next person, blah, blah, blah. And then we hear a smash. And we're like... Something just something just broken. But like it sounded like it was really far away, like maybe someone had thrown a bottle outside the house, sort of thing. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it came from the cupboard. So like we've we've opened the door to the cupboard and this vase has just smashed into pieces. Like nothing fell on it. Yeah. Just like, literally exploded. Yeah. It it didn't make any sense. And the the reason why I told you about my son and the baby monitor was because literally it couldn't have been any more of a coincidence but like the second this thing smashed my son being upstairs wouldn't have heard it like we barely heard it but my son being upstairs obviously sleeping woke up screaming like again call it coincidence call it whatever you like but obviously again my brain being the the scaredy cat that i am i'm surprised you didn't just run straight out <laughs> <laughs> no i had to go upstairs oh yeah sorry yeah. about that <laughs> but uh we, we we looked around and it was like is there something that has fallen on it? No. Is there anything that could have caused a load of pressure in order for like a long period of time for it to just smash under pressure? And yeah. it's like, no, there is nothing. 
um, and I, I did do a little bit of searching to see like, can glass just break on its own? And like, there are certain things, but there has to be like a dramatic temperature change, like so dramatic for something like that to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I know, I know where you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah, like that's not going to happen. No, no. And uh, yeah, again, like I said, it's it's not a massively long story, but we just we could not explain it. We like to this day still cannot explain it. Um, Jade, who's uh, my fiance's sister, doesn't. I don't think she really believes in that sort of stuff. But even she was just stunned. Like how? Like we had to quickly move on and, ch- and change the subject because I think we were all pretty freaked out by it. Yeah, Matt, a whole bunch of scary cats. Mate, it's like householder scary cats. It is. It's the worst house for someone like me to live in. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Only dude in the house. Literally, literally. Other than your son, he's like, right, guys. It was just a farce. Let's just tie it up. He's probably the go least scared in that house right <laughs> yeah. now. He's well chill about it. He's like, oh yeah, another farce. Oh. But oh god, uh, you have something else for me that is going to make me poo poo. Yeah, I have uh, a story that I think we should probably end on. Okay. Just because I'm cautious that we're taking up a lot of people's times. They've got other podcasts to listen to. <laughs> Not any of that um, matter. The only scary thing about this podcast is how long it's going to go on for. <laughs> um, so... I'm sorry for you with the editing. Yeah, thanks for that. I'm sorry for you, the listeners, for listening. <laughs> um there are, there are other podcasts available. Um, please don't leave us. So, <laughs> um, this is, again, back in the same house. I have got other stories outside of the house, but I just thought, you know, most of them are in that house, so why not keep it together? And keep I'll it out for our experiences part two. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to be more stories where Adam heard a noise and I actually had an experience. <laughs> yeah, I heard a noise, yeah. pooed myself, Stephen yeah. actually saw something, yeah. slash heard something, and played ran towards of, it. Yeah, played a game of chess uh, <laughs> with the ghost. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, do you remember the the old guy that I used to see in Dad's house? Was this the man that was in the wheelchair? No, he was old, but he wasn't in a wheelchair. I feel like you've told me something about a wheelchair. However, where, who is this man? Um, so he was just in a suit. He had a hat. I think it was like a trilby. And uh, he was just all, always... It's hard to explain because it sounds retarded. But he was just always in like the corner of your eye. So like you'd go through a doorway and you'd think you'd see him in the corner of the room as soon as you've walked in through the door. Yeah, I know what you mean. But you'd turn around, and he's not there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, great. Um, And this was, this went on for years for me. Like, other things happened in the house. Like, we we had a cat for, uh, like, for maybe nine or ten years of my life. We had had the same cat. Um, She passed away. I walked into the room one day, and I could see her on the sofa, like, clear as day to the point where I walked in, said hello to her, then went, hang on, wait a minute, then turned around and she wasn't there. But there was still like a dimple in the cushion. I know about this. Yeah, yeah. you told me about and the like, cat story, yeah. I f- fell asleep one night and woke up and there was still, there was like a pressure of like a ball of pressure pushing down between my legs, like down by my feet where she used to fall asleep. And like, yeah. I couldn't pull the covers up to me because it was being held down by something. So like, there was all these weird things happening. And I always thought to myself like, Oh, you know, some of it's in my head. Some of it might not be. Oh, you know, whatever. Like, mum and dad both 
like said that they'd felt weird things and thought the house was a bit strange. And the guy I just never mentioned for like for like years. I just thought, ah, oh, it's just like I'm obviously just like overreacting or like I've got an overactive imagination. And then I must have been maybe like thirteen, and I walked in through a door into the living room, and there was like a little like a where just before the fireplace on the right hand side, there was like a little drop back in the wall that was in line with the door, and I thought I saw him there. So then I I turned round as soon as I walked in. I was like, oh. And then I looked back round and with quite rightly a puzzling look on his face, my dad was like, what are you looking at? I was just like, well, I'll just tell him. So I was like, for like years, I've just out the corner of my eye. And before I finished the sentence, my dad was like, saw an old guy. I was like, sorry. <laughs> he was like, yeah, like, um, like described him to me. And I was like, yeah. It was the same man, wasn't it? Yeah. He was like, he was like, I see him sometimes as well. And he's like, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to scare you. And I was like, well, I didn't want to say anything because I thought you'd be thinking I was mental. Like, but yeah, no, he, like he described him to me and it was the same. And there was one occasion, and this is the only time it freaked me out, when I came through a doorway, could swear I could see him in the corner, turn around and for a maybe, it felt like a year, but for like two seconds, he was there. Oh, like it wasn't no. like a saw him in the corner of my eye, turned, gone. I turned, literally looking directly at him. But it was Blinking like I wasn't there. Sort of thing. Yeah, he was just like still staring into the middle of the room, like I wasn't there. It was mental. That I don't. Why did you stay there? <laughs> I lived there until I was like. 19. I know. I know. And then your dad lived there for many years later. Yeah, many many years. Like like. Another eight years. <laughs> and he lived there on his own. Like, he did. I don't know. Like, I said that was the last story, but like one little add on to that. One time we were getting up to go to Cornwall and, you know, we used to go like, we'd leave at like four in the morning and drive down and get to my auntie's house, which was my dad's sister. Uh-huh. At like, like not half past eight, nine o'clock in the morning. After like, we'd stop for breakfast and then go and get to them and would either be staying there or be camping like down the road. That was a lot of backstory you didn't ask for. And then uh, <laughs> one one morning, um, dad had fallen asleep on the sofa, uh, on the chair, and I'd fallen asleep on the sofa like the night before we were going. And then I woke up, and it was like three o'clock. I think like mentally, I was ready to get up to go. And I woke up at like three o'clock, and the TV was off, um, but like one of the little lights was on. And I looked at my dad, and it looked like he'd fallen asleep with his eyes open. And I was like, Dad? And he didn't say anything. He just pointed at the window. And we I turned around to look at the window and it was like I could see like a kid peering in through the front window. But like it something like it wasn't right. Like it, if that time of night with not much light on and only a street lamp behind, you shouldn't like you might be able to see like a rough shadow of someone. But like you kind of make up the features it was almost like it was like the face was lit up a bit but by a light that didn't really exist and i remember i looked at my dad and i was like that's weird and he went yep and i went should we go and he was like yep <laughs> and so obviously we up and stuff but like he didn't he i swear he didn't blink like he just did not take his eyes off and one thing i never asked him in like in the rest of his life i never asked him how long 
he he'd was staring been, at it. Yeah. Like, I wish I'd asked. Like, I'd never asked. No, him. I wouldn't ask. Nope. Oh, you no. got another. Oh, I'm really annoyed now. I'm never going to know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what? Imagine he says, yeah, for like 35 minutes. We just stared at like, each other. I'm like, sick. Who blinked first? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell you what i would do in that moment but it wouldn't be that we are i like how we are of the same blood but very different humans yeah <laughs> this is what i can't wait for us to go and do a, an investigation you are going to experience you as the viewers listeners sorry not viewers yeah. well you will be viewers in the time of the yeah, video yeah i'll live stream um, some of it yeah um <clears throat> you are going to experience just how bad i am and just how not bad steven is We'll have to. I'll have to be the cameraman because otherwise, your sweaty bitch fingers will just drop the phone, and you won't be able to hear anything over my screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go. Home. I'll just be whimpering. I just yeah, I'm crying. Sorry, it's like teeth chattering. Yeah, demon. I don't like it. Hold me. The best way to keep an eye out for that though, uh, head over to our uh, the Unknown Archives podcast Instagram. Literally, that is the handle at the Unknown Archives podcast. And we're going to put all updates once we've confirmed the date, the area, everything. It's all going to be on there. Um, so that is the best way to keep an eye out. Um, and we'll be putting clips sort of for that and also uh, the full video too, including a potential live if Stephen wants to do that. Yeah, I think I think the best thing for us to do is, is live it. Um, I don't know how much of it we're going to be able to live because it's probably not going to have Wi-Fi um yeah and so, I mean, yeah i mean um again we we don't know yet the place that we wanted to do it unfortunately has actually been knocked down um so we cannot no longer go there uh, which yeah. is why it's taken so long to sort of do it because it should have been done by now realistically it should have been done um late last year but once we have confirmed somewhere found somewhere i think the best thing for us to do is to actually go down there and just check it out and see what sort of phone service we can get because it would be awesome to be able to live it for not only uh, our podcast listeners but also for obviously my thing as well yeah but either way there'll be a, a video that we will be able to put out for you guys yeah it'll be good um we'll either there'll either be like a 10 minute video or clips or like a summary probably on our instagram yeah um along with like i'll try and keep as much of the live as possible and then we'll probably point people in the direction of your other stuff for the full video i reckon yeah probably the easiest way to do it oh yeah um, i mean i mean uh yeah it's it's gonna be sick it really is i think before then we should uh me and you should go check out some of the haunted places in our own town for sure I'm for so sure down. for sure like we, um, we said about it i'm not sure if this is going out after or before but we we spoke about the the hotel that is literally a 10 minute walk from both of our houses yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think that would be somewhere that would be awesome to even just stay over the night yeah i'm down um and then we could get a record some some content and and put it out for 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 our people over on instagram yeah sounds good to me yeah man all right well this has been fun i hope the listeners have also enjoyed um i know i have yeah I, it's been it's been quite nice actually just like chatting about yeah. our own stuff yeah. um we have more stuff too if this is the kind of if you want an occasional episode like this then let us know if you don't uh, also let us know but nicely yeah. <laughs> let us down easy we're fragile <laughs> um, I'm scared <laughs> yeah <laughs> please stop um, <laughs> just the podcast yeah. Um, but yeah it's it's been good I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it 
come find us on the Instagram, as Adam said. Uh, give us any feedback or any stories that you want us to read out on there. And uh, for now, I think that's it. Thank you for sharing your stories today, sir. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Take it easy. <laughs>